Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot, a bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some adventures in hunting. I've had quite the week with collecting, uh, in I almost said Infinity War, Endgame Pops. Um, and then we also got uh, a, a Wally exclusive that will be uh, coming on... Uh, that actually, I think, uh, hit box lunch stores today and is going on, going live tonight. Uh, and then we have a correction for the Blu-ray that we announced last week. Uh, and then through the wall, we got uh, Disney announced a uh, Hawkeye miniseries for Disney+. Plus. Um, and then for this week's sneak peeks, we got four trailers, uh, which is, I, th- I don't think we've had this many in quite a while. It's It's been a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, we got The Secret Life of Pets 2, Child's Play, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, and X-Men Dark Phoenix. I hate that name. The Rise so of Skywalker? Much. Yeah, it doesn't fit with the last movie. Um, yeah, I know. The Last Jedi would fit a lot better. Yeah, it's no sound- shit, right? Yeah, it really would. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and then our main event of the evening will be our All Bros Breakdown of Us. Hells yes. Yeah, so what do you say we get started? Let's do it. All right, so with Adventures in Hunting, um, this this past week, um, a lot of the uh, Hawkeye exclusives came out. Um, including the uh, Walgreens exclusive and the Ronin Walmart exclusive. Uh, the Walgreens one, when that went live, I missed out on it. Um, so I think it went live on Friday. So literally that night after I got off work, I went to every single Walgreens that I could go to uh, <laughs> before they closed. So I hit up five, and the last one had two of him. And uh, both were pretty pretty damaged um but i got the best one that they had i'm gonna try to find him again out in the wild or order him online but if i don't at least i got him for retail i didn't have to pay scalper prices so what's super damaged to you or real damaged uh when there's kind of so like if there's like a little bit of warping on the side or like it's like warping a little bit on the back so i'll have to send you like the pictures of what what's wrong with the box uh when i head home tonight um, but I'm, like I said, I'm really glad that I was actually able to get it. Thank goodness. Um, and then with the Walmart Ronin, um, I was actually able to, um, catch it online and I actually, uh, I guess I, cause it went live before, but I missed out on it. And I guess I was just like bored one night. So I'm like, eh, you know, like I might as well just check it just to see. And it actually like showed in stock at like three o'clock in the morning. So I was, you know, I was like, hell yeah. So, you know, sent my order and it's already being, being shipped to the store. Um, and then this morning, uh, I almost said August, April 18th, uh, the, uh, Walmart exclusive rocket where he's in his quantum realm suit or team suit, whatever, um, went live on walmart.com. And after refreshing it, like about like 20 damn times, I was able to get him as well. How long do you wait in between refreshes? About like five seconds. <laughs> five, ten on ten if I'm like really trying to push it, um, but mostly like five seconds. So, like I cannot believe I was able to get these two. Like these seem like so hard to get, and I'm just so happy. 
I just pray that they come in good condition. <laughs> I'm scared. But usually when I ship pops to Walmart, uh, American Fork Walmart, they come in good condition. So, I mean, like, the last one that I got in bad condition was Void for ECCC. Um, and she wasn't really that bad anyway. Right. Um, so I'm, like, hoping and praying that Ronan and Rocket are okay. Dude, I'm waiting for, like, a Walmart exclusive that I want to come out to see if I can get Koi to hook me up since he works there. Yeah, yeah. there hasn't been a Walmart one yet for you. Yeah, like, I think the one that I was, like, considering but decided against was the uh, Captain Marvel. That one is really cool. It is I'm really cool. glad I picked that one up. But I think, yeah, in the end, I decided not to. That's fair. I mean, I I don't know. I actually like the Walmart exclusive Glow in the Dark better than the Target one. That's just me. Yeah. But that uh, Marvel Collector Core one, that looks really cool. Yeah, that one's way cool. I need to call them because yeah, I still dude, haven't got my hell? damn box. I need like, that Nick Fury. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> I'm like 80% sure that I resubscribed because they're they're still at like 20 and because and it's it used to be 10 until I saw everyone getting theirs. Yeah. And now I'm like up to 20% sure that I I would like, well, don't, don't you have like the Amazon app or something where you can like actually go on your account and see if you. Yeah. So I did. And it says that I'm subscribed. Huh. But it hasn't sent me an order form or a uh, like a tracking number or anything for Captain Marvel. Yeah, you better call their ass. Yeah, and I, I needed to like check and triple check to make sure I get the Avengers Endgame box. Yeah, have they announced anything about that? What will be in that one? So they ju- the only thing that I've seen about it is they released a little like a trailer to it, like a an announcement video. And it oh the one with Thanos and Rocket yeah that really teases it so that w- it it doesn't tease anything oh. it's just like the announcement for it can you imagine if like Rocket was the one that kills Thanos that would be sweet but he can't do that until after Hulk kicks his ass yeah fair yeah so I yeah I'm like eighty percent sure that I actually like ordered it if I didn't I owe you fifteen bucks. <laughs> For the Thor. Uh, I'll t- I'll make a deal with you if if it, I, I have an idea if if like it actually didn't go through I'll talk to you after. Okay, okay that's cool. Uh, with through uh, sorry I'm like skipping ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, so that was my whole Walmart and Walgreens adventures. Came out on top. Yes. Uh, and then going live tonight, which I'm really hoping I can get is the Earth Day exclusive Eve pop that will be going to Box Lunch. Um, and considering I have uh, the Wally Earth Day exclusive, I am really hoping I can get this one as well. Like, really, really praying. Because <laughs> um, I think they both look great together. Um, so it's a really cool pop, and I think that's really cool that they make, like, they make the, uh, I want to say they make both the pop and the, uh, the actual like uh, box out of uh, recycled materials. I wonder if that would make them more like sturdier. It's a good question. Cause I, if they do do that, I wonder if like production for those is just more expensive. Cause I don't understand why they wouldn't just do that across the board. Yeah, that's good. 
You got me, man. You got me. <laughs> interesting thought. Yeah, it is. No, that's a very interesting <laughs> thought. Uh, and then with Blu-rays, um, so we li- well, I lied last week. Uh, Glass actually comes out this week on Blu-ray. Um, so I apologize about that mistaken information. Yeah, Misspoken. You bastard. Shut up. You haven't even seen the damn movie. Well, I haven't Have either. you? No. <laughs> Seeing it has nothing to do with the fact that you lied about it coming out. I know. Two weeks ago. Dude, I can't believe that. Uh, I don't think Orem has any, but AF Target still has some of those steelbooks. For glass? Yeah. I've been so tempted, but I'm not going to do it. It's uh, such a pretty steelbook. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hard call. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going <laughs> to do it. <sighs> okay. Let's jump through th- two through the wall. Uh, with uh, Disney Plus coming out, Disney has announced more TV shows that will be coming exclusively to their streaming service, and one will be a Hawkeye miniseries uh, that will focus on Clint Barton uh, handing down the uh, reins of Hawkeye to Kate Bishop. And I do believe it's been confirmed that Jeremy Renner will be in this. Yes. Okay. He is confirmed to star yes. in this. Hell yes. So these shows that like tie into like marvel Mm -hmm. in any way so we have a few we have obviously the hawkeye one i don't think it has a name yet but i'd be surprised if they didn't just go with hawkeye Hawkeye. yeah yeah um the other one that we got is wandavision which i hate what if they called it barton and bishop barton and bishop yeah uh, yeah okay it sounded a lot Hawkeye's cooler fine. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded a lot cooler in my head yeah um but yeah we also got wandavision which yeah. is supposed to focus on scarlet witch and vision. you guessed it vision <laughs> i hate the name i do too but you the... couldn't have just called it wanda and vision yeah or, or scarlet witch and vision. Or scarlet vision scarlet vision there we go <laughs> that sounds a lot better than wandavision yeah, it it dude, it sounds like something it sounds like a fairly odd parents special. Uh where they're um, going through the TV Yeah, like did they the channel surfer thing? Yeah. <laughs> like it, dude, ah, I don't rough. know. It reminds me of uh cuz I watched it like a couple days ago and it still makes me laugh when uh Vicky's flipping through uh the channels. I don't know if it's for that. It might have been for something different. And Wanda's like and here's Cosmo with the weather and he's like I thought you said feather. And he just smiles at the camera. It's still so funny to me. I don't know why. Uh, oh, it's so great. I hope we're getting punked with that name. Like, I hope Marvel's just being like, haha, just kidding. Or something like that. But the other one that we got is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which looks pretty sweet. Yeah. And. Marvel and Disney have both announced that these shows are going to have stakes that will be applied into future MCU movies, which I think is fantastic. I think it's going to be interesting to see how much higher they can raise the stakes after Endgame. Well, it's just like, uh, it's not really like stakes. It's more like uh, what happens in these shows is going to be canon in the movies. Oh, okay. So like, with Hawkeye passing the torch on to Kate Bishop, eventually Kate Bishop, the we'll one that we see in the show, okay. is going to be taking on the role of Hawkeye in the movies. 
Gotcha. And then okay, anything that, makes that happens sense. in WandaVision is going to be is going to have the cons- ah. <laughs> whatever happens in WandaVision happens in the MCU. But they Can- died. Canically. But they died. Just <laughs> shut up. But yeah, uh, and then same with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like if the, if one of them ends up becoming Captain America, that's going to be canon. And they'll be able to do that. I personally would not be upset if Marvel like eventually decided, "Hey, we're just going to do these shows, these mini series shows." And they don't do movies and anymore. They, like I, uh, like dude, no, not like uh, not now. Oh. Like obviously they need to do more shit. But like let's say the Can, next end game thing is like finished, and they're yeah. just like we're moving strictly to shows on Disney Plus. Can you imagine though if like after Spider Man Far From, oh, uh, from I would cry. Home, they're like, yeah, sorry, we're done with movies, dude. I would, I would. You can always watch the other ones, snap. but we're done. I don't even know what I would do. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously though. Like, that would just be like Thanos snapping all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking, like, if they just... So, like, if this is, like, their MCU first phase, and if they do, like, another second phase, and maybe the the hype for Marvel's just starting to die down a little bit, which isn't going to happen for me, but I do see it happening. Kind of like a Star Wars effect, where everyone's just kind of sick of Star Wars. I mean, not sick. That's a harsh term. I mean, I may say like, oh, you know, I'm all I'm sick of Star Wars thanks to like Ryan Johnson and everything, but I know I'm still gonna go see episode nine opening night. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to myself. Yeah. Uh I don't know what to, what else to compare it to. But yeah, like if the world if the people start going to see Marvel movies less and less and less. Yeah. Which I hope doesn't happen, but I do see it happening eventually. I would not be upset in the slightest if they if they went and did strictly the Disney Plus miniseries. What I'm interested to see, because I know I can't remember how far Infinity War came, but I want to see, and I don't know if you think so too. Do you think Endgame can make it into the two billion dollar club? I don't see why not. I mean, I think only, uh, I think Avatar, is Avatar the only movie that's made $2 billion? I don't know if it has or not. Avatar, Avatar has. It has? Mm-hmm. Avatar made over $2 billion. Okay, I see Endgame freaking destroying Well, that I mean, we bet. thought that for Infinity War. I, I knew it was going to make the $1 billion club, well, yeah, but with how big every of an event movie does. this is... That's true. This, this is, is getting hyped to the max. Yeah. Like, you can't even, like, find a ticket, really, for, like, its opening week. Yeah. Like, I I was just on the Facebook Marketplace, and some dude was selling two tickets at the Vineyard Megaplex for 100 bucks. Yeah, and Damn. one dude was just like, I'll take them. And I'm like, you're, you're a fool. <laughs> yeah. All right, 30, I, 30 bucks doesn't sound so bad now. <laughs> yeah, I, I see Endgame at least getting close. Uh, like, so I'm really does hoping. It, does it just count box office or does it count like movie sales too? 
Or like when it comes it's, out on Blu-ray. I think it's only box office. Only box office? Yeah. I I can see it breaking. I th- I do too. I'm pretty sure because Infinity War is the biggest opening of all time. I'm pretty sure Endgame is going to triple that. Well, not triple it, but it's going to beat Avengers Infinity War. Hell yeah. And that's going to be so cool that Marvel's going to have the top two biggest openings of all time. Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, I don't remember there being like a whole lot of hype for Avatar. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But and Avatar isn't a isn't a great movie. I never saw it. And what? Yeah, I've never seen Avatar. And my coworker keeps saying, "Like, dude, you got to at least see the highest grossing movie of all time." I'm like, yeah, I know, but like, it doesn't interest me at all. It doesn't really look that interesting to me. So like. <sighs> I'll like see it maybe if I like catch it on TV or something, but I would never buy the Blu-ray because the Blu-ray is still like eighteen dollars. Bloody hell! Yeah, like I'd only spend like like eight bucks if that. If if that show ever or if that movie ends up on Netflix or Hulu, we I'll watch should it. Then. Break down. Yes. Okay. I'll because watch I, I want to see your thoughts on it because I think it's it's a good movie, not a great one. Is it kind of like a fun ride? Uh, or is it's it not even really fun? that fun? Oh, <laughs> like it's it's a it's more of a visual masterpiece. Like we, I saw it in theaters, oh. and it was freaking stunning. Okay, and I think that's what all the hype is about because the story wasn't super great. Yeah, okay. but we'll leave that if we break it down. Yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, Disney Plus. Is going to have those shows that are canon to the MCU, the that's bigger be, MCU. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Oh, and um, they did finally announce like how much. Did you hear how much it's going to be a month if you subscribe? Isn't it like six ninety nine? Eight ninety nine. So 8.99? like what net what Netflix used to be. That's, that's a really good deal. That's a damn good deal. Yeah, I'm totally signing up. I am too. Day one, I totally want Disney Plus. Dude, so when they released the pictures of like the logo for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah, did you see that picture? Yeah, I did. Did you see what was underneath it? No. Lady and the Tramp, live action with like real dogs. <sighs> Why? You can't tell me that that wouldn't be the cutest thing on planet Earth. I mean, we said the same thing about Lion King, but look at those pops. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, well, the toy transition wasn't great. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the 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 actual like characters in the movie look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll pretty good. Okay, yeah, as long as oh, they don't good. try to do a live action Pinocchio, then I'll be fine. Uh, I see them doing a live action Pinocchio. Uh, the, the other two times they've done it, it failed. So haven't they learned? Has Disney? Or done wait, that? no, sorry. The other two times that other studios have tried to do it. It didn't work out so well. Yeah, but that's other studios, not I Disney. Know. Yeah, but uh, Dumbo is not doing that well, which sucks because that's one of my favorite animated films of all time. I still need to see it. I need. I to gotta see it at too. least see it. I might yeah. go see that Tuesday. I'm not gonna make any judgments because I don't feel Dumbo was marketed right. It wasn't. I I agree, and I don't think it opened at the right time. I think it should, like, cause like March was like so jam packed with releases that I don't think Dumbo really had anywhere to actually get his footing. Yeah, I think this would have been a much better summer movie. Maybe like 
a month or maybe a few weeks after what about Christmas? Far From Home. What about a Christmas movie? Uh, I don't know if that would work as a Christmas movie. Thanksgiving movie? I could see it working for a Thanksgiving movie. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think it should have been more so released in like maybe like June or August. I think that would have been a better bet for them. Yeah, like a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, obviously, we get Endgame out of the way, we get Fart from Home out of the way, and then a f- couple months later, Dumbo. Yeah, but I mean, that'd be like cutting it close to when The Lion King is supposed to come out. Because isn't The Lion King supposed to come out in August? Oh, shit. It is, huh? Yeah. So, I would have moved Lion King to Christmas. Yeah, okay. Dumbo after Far From Home. Far From Home stays, Endgame stays. I yeah I agree, yeah that would have been a really good way to separate the movies. Yeah, dude, we should totally be in charge of. We should <laughs> the release schedule for Disney movies. Bob Iger, hire us now. <laughs> yeah, you. We'll tell you where you can find us later, or you could just look in the description and find all the ways to contact us. Yes. <laughs> dude, how great would it be if we got a call? That would be pretty amazing. Dude, I'd probably get the call, or if either of us got a call or an email, and they said, hey, this is Bob Iger, I'd be like, bullshit. <laughs> it's like, sir, can you, um, can we, uh, is there a way that we can truly establish that it is you? Can't you just believe me? No, I'm sorry, sir. I've had too many of these fake calls. I ain't fallen for another one. I gotta fully know it's you. Tell me something that, like, only, or, like, no one else knows besides you that is, like, hidden in the Disney Well, if vault. no one else knows, how would okay, that that's confirm? True. <laughs> you could just Damn make it. shit up. Damn it. Walt Disney is really frozen. <laughs> Wait, he's not? I'm just kidding. Uh, it's like, America Sings was never closed down. That's out for me. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I, mean, I really wish I would have been able to ride that ride. Because that ride's just too cool. Like, honestly, he would just do something, like, super sketchy. Like, send the mouse after us or something. It's like, yep, you're the real deal. That's Mickey, right? Or is it Minnie? <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm I'm excited for Disney+. Plus. Definitely going to be signing up first thing. Oh, yeah. Have they said when it's supposed to, like, premiere? Ooh, good question. I'm, I'm I would assume... Say... Well, actually, wait, I think... Because I heard them say that like Captain Marvel will be the first Marvel movie to premiere on it. And I want to say it's actually in November. I think it's like in September or November. It's around that uh, time period. That's a pretty good time period. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the reason why there's so little through the wall uh, news is because we're trying to literally avoid any type of news because we're afraid that it's going to spoil Endgame. Because yeah. we don't know about you guys, but there was a huge uh, thing uh, just a couple days ago where a huge plot point in Avengers Endgame was leaked. Thankfully, neither of us saw it. Yeah, Thank it was goodness. a photo and some leaked footage. And yeah, so... I was scared the, shitless. Yeah, the, Aven- or the Avengers Universe page on Facebook put something out on there. And I think it was one of the admins that said, hey, this was spoiled for me. Like, avoid all this stuff. And then that's when the Russos and basically everyone 
did a do not spoil Avengers Endgame, which we're not. Yeah, I we're mean, here. I w- I was kind of expecting them to come out with the whole like Thanos demands your silence because they did it for Infinity War, so I would have been very surprised if they didn't do it for Endgame. Yeah, because like even our Endgame breakdown episode isn't going to be until because oh, we're we're and like many announcement here we're moving our release date to monday yep because it's just a little bit better than releasing on saturdays yeah but yeah our end game uh breakdown episode isn't going to be until the week after end game comes out so you'll have that weekend that whole week an extra weekend and then that monday will be when we release the breakdown and if you haven't seen endgame by then come on i i'm not gonna say well, come on because of how much okay yeah, that's true. sold out if you haven't seen it by yet i'm i'm sorry like that sucks that you can't get tickets like that considering how fast this shit sold out yeah and if all those fellas just listen to other episodes yeah you don't have to listen to that one yeah there we go i mean caleb and i were lucky to get the seats that we did holy shit yeah, yeah. and we have to go at like 10 yeah our showing's at ten fifty, and uh i work at ten thirty the next morning <laughs> this is gonna be so awesome so ready for this so great <laughs> you're gonna get to work i'm fine <laughs> i'll be just crying inside just after af- after the ending I'm like no Someone i'm goes good to your manager hey uh your produce guy just broke down crying <laughs> is he okay <laughs> You know, I think you were saying something about seeing the new Avengers movie last night. And they're just like, okay, I understand why now. I completely understand. I would leave him alone for the rest of his shift. He needs time to recuperate. <laughs> Isn't that the word? Yeah, the I'm word pretty sure that's the word. Okay. All right, let's hope it is. Um, so, yeah, so that's why there won't be <laughs> through the wall for, well, very little. this one and next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At least until after we've seen Endgame. Yeah. Then we're it's, avoiding it like the freaking play. Then it's news galore, probably. Can you imagine? We're just like, oh, you know, like, let's talk about this. Even though it was announced two weeks ago, but it's still <laughs> news to us. Yeah, we... So, I think, like, with for safety purposes, we're going to stick to pop figures. We're going to stick to Blu-rays. Through the Wall is going to be a little lacking. And this week's sneak peeks aren't going to suffer that much no uh-uh. unless there's like nothing that would suck. or at least nothing new but speaking um, of this week's sneak peeks yeah good um what's the word segue there we go thank you um so yeah like i said earlier we got four new trailers to talk about um starting off with the secret life of pets 2 such an original name they added a two and everything. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they only said Despicable Me 2 and 3, so you really can't expect a lot from Illumination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing I expect from them is riding the Minion train, like, hard. Dude, they'll ride that until, like, I don't until know. Until someone's just like, stop! Till, I think, like, <laughs> till the voice who does, the guy who does the voice for Minions actually dies. I don't know if they're going to do... Like I don't know if they'd stop even then because they point. have like that magic frequency. 
That's a good point. For the minions. So I think anyone can do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we finally got our full first full trailer of the Secret Life Pets 2. Um I'm interested. Um I didn't hate the first one. I enjoyed the first one quite a bit. So, I'm excited to see the sequel. I'm st- it's still going to take me like a while to get used to uh Pat Oswalt's voice coming out of Max. I actually like it a lot better than Louis. I do too. I, no, I I like seriously do too. It's just like so different that it like t- it takes me a little bit. It's almost like a different character. Yeah, but yeah, in a that good way. Throws them off. But all the other voices are coming back, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Um, the only problem I have, I think, like the only problem that I had with this trailer, is the whole um, uh, what's the um, the pug's name? That dog? I think it's a pug, isn't it? Uh. Oh, the one in the blender? Yeah. Yeah, that was a little dark. Well, okay, that, and then the whole goes into Chloe's litter box, and he's like, oh, I found snacks, and he's eating her shit. Uh, That's freaking disgusting. <laughs> Dude, that made me gag. <laughs> yeah, it legit made <laughs> Caleb gag. It was pretty damn funny. Um, But, yeah. Cheap humor illumination. <laughs> it's like as cheap as like when they did it in Toy Story 3 when a... Uh, Mr. Potato Head comes out of the sandbox and he's like, it was all dark in there. Nothing but sand and a couple of Lincoln Logs. And Ham's like, I don't think those were Lincoln Logs. Yeah. It's cheap like that. Like, I may have laughed at that as a kid like, watching Toy Story 3. <laughs> but, joke. Yeah, but like now I'm just like, why? Like, ah. You were say so as a kid? Well, like, weren't That's Toy Story 3. Yeah. We weren't kids when well, that we came out. we were in out. junior high. That's not... Okay, well, we still found poop jokes funny, or at least I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's face it. We still find poop jokes uh, funny. True. Yeah, but it has to be a smart poop joke. That wasn't a smart poop There's joke. There's no such thing as a smart poop joke, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, there is. Yes, there name is. Name one smart poop joke. Okay, I can't name one off the top of my head. That's what I thought. <laughs> because they don't exist. I'll think of okay. one and I'll have it for next week. You... I'm holding you to that. Okay. Yeah, it's I will happen, take bitch. I will take three or uh, fail points if you can find a smart poop joke. Deal. Sorry, I have to shake with my left. Okay, <laughs> we just shook on it, and you Kay. heard it here. Yeah. If you can't, I'm find- so screwed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might as well just add a three and make that a four right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we forgot to do the fail recap. Uh, uh, it's zero to one in my yeah, favor. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> um. Anyway, overall, but, not a bad trailer. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get like a. Well, I mean, I'm assuming the story is just like I guess once uh Max and Duke's owner like has a kid, they feel it's you know that they have to like take care of this kid no matter what and all that stuff. Which I like. I like that approach. Um. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see these characters return, especially Chloe, because she was my favorite part of the first one, especially because I love cats. I hate cats. Well, I hate you. I'm phobically afraid of them still. <laughs> yeah, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> that was a really annoying line. Yeah, I know it was. It was meant to. Um, and then our next, so our next uh, sneak peek of this week 
is for the second trailer of Child's Play, the 2019 reboot. Hells yes. Which just keeps looking better and better, honestly. It does. Like, these trailers, they don't give too much away. They don't, and I really appreciate it. Yeah. Like, like they give just... you just, like, little sneak peeks of Chucky here and there. Yep. Show what he's, what he's capable of. Yeah. Just, like, the crazy scenes that we're going to be seeing him in. And then they close it perfectly yep with mark hamill's voice i forgot what he said say good night andy yeah freaking perfect ending right perfect and what i loved is that he was still in like the silhouette like you couldn't see his face i thought that was a good call i actually really liked that yeah Um, i love that and he's his voice dude sounds so close to the original it does um, it seems like, so he's, I feel like he's paying a tribute, but also making the voice his own, which I really appreciate. I think I that's mean, at least from like, you like, can't really tell if no, he's making can't. his own. Yeah. I mean, um, it, I'm hoping he does a little bit cause I don't want it to be more. like a full, uh, not like rip off, but I don't want him to fully sound like Brad Dorf's Chucky. I want it to be a little different. Um, but I'm loving the voice so far. Um, I think. So, like, in the scene where we actually see his full head, I think, like, the CGI is a little sketchy on that. Yeah, I uh, so that, too. I'm hoping they work on that a little bit. Um, but I think it's really cool, like, the whole AI thing, like, how he... I think Kaslin uh, has a uh, little too many uh, things that uh, can be controlled through uh, Buddy. Yeah, no shit. He can like... control a damn car. That, uh, yeah, that's a little too far. Uh Apple, please don't get any ideas. Yeah. We've, we've seen how that works, and it doesn't end up... Like, it's freaking Hunger Games out there. Yeah, right? And the odds are not in your favor. No. Um, but I do like that they're not doing, like, the whole voodoo thing in this one. It's, like, just an AI that goes malfunctions or short wires, whatever. I wonder how far they're going to take that. I don't know. It'll be interesting. You know what would be really interesting is if... Chucky is like remote controlled by like a a serial killer, and that like would just hacking all that stuff. That'd be very disturbing. That would be it's pretty like that, cool. That's Charles Lee Ray, the one that's controlling him. Yeah, that would be cool. So you still get that whole like the serial killer took over Chucky thing. Yeah, but ooh, yeah. It's like that's what's exp- that's what happens in the sequel. Dude, My so question cool. is though, if like they do make a sequel to this, because MGM only owns the rights to the first Child's Play, and Universal owns the rights to all the others, right? So I don't even think if they make a sequel, they can call it Child's Play Two. Huh. They'd have they'd actually have to call it something different. I wonder what they would do. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Because I mean, if this one's good, I I. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing sequels because, like, I love Don Mancini. Don't get me wrong. I'm really grateful that he created the character of Chucky. He's my second favorite um, killer when it comes to horror movies. Michael Myers will always be my favorite. Um, But the direction he's taking the franchise after Cult of Chucky, I don't love. I'll have to see what he does with the TV show. Um, So... I'm actually opening, I'm, um, what's the word, opening my arms 
uh, to this reboot. Like I'm, I'm actually, ve- I'm very excited to see what they can bring to the Child's Play franchise, and hopefully, like not like bring it back to life, but bring something new to it. I'm excited too. Yeah. I hope they keep the humor of the. Chucky I do movies. too. I don't think you can have Chucky without him spitting off his one-liners. Yeah, that's it's not like, Chucky that's without that. Part of his charm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, as much charm as a psychotic serial killer doll can have. It can have a lot. <laughs> Come on. Is there anything else you want to say about the trailer? Not really. Yeah. Pretty solid trailer. Pretty solid, definitely. Like. I don't really think I want to see another one, but I have a feeling considering it's only April and this movie doesn't come out till June, they probably will. I want to see more of him talking. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Like you Can we get like, at least one F word? <laughs> like you can get like we have a pretty decent idea of what he's going to sound like, but we don't know if that was just one line that just sounded really good. I want to hear him. True. Like, I want to hear some sentences. Yeah, I get you. That's fair. Uh, anyway, uh, next up we got Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer. Uh Okay, yeah, we're both like divided on this one because I thought it was actually pr- really good. Okay, my issues with this trailer is bec- is not the movie itself. I am pretty excited to see this movie. Okay, and. The first time I watched this trailer, I couldn't watch it with sound on because I was working. So why did you even watch it? Be- because I wanted to see it. <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, that's not true. So I listened to like the first part of it, and then someone yelled at me to turn it off. So I just turned the volume down. Oh. So that's why. So I, I got the first half in sound, the second half n- n- without. Okay. So... My issues are the name, first and I'll give foremost. you that. I'll give you that. I feel it should have been The Force Awakens, The Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. I completely agree. But it didn't go that way, and it feels ass backwards. You can blame Ryan Johnson for that. I actually don't know, but I'm still. I'm, I'm just going to blame him for it. Yeah, let, why not? Yeah, right? <laughs> the second part, the trailer, the... F- opening sequence the or not the opening sequence the pacing was slow up until like it started getting to the more actiony stuff it was it was slow like i felt like so it opens up with ray standing in the middle of a desert with this ship coming at her breathing obviously she's like breathing hella hard yeah well yeah she's running in a desert i know i know <laughs> So she's standing in the middle of this desert, and the ship's coming towards her, which we're assuming is Kylo Ren. Uh, yeah, I'm like 95% sure that's Kylo Ren. Yeah, so or she's standing, could... and then it shows desert, but it, it it was too long on the desert before the, we actually got the ship. No, I just thought it could be General Hux. Or could it? It very well could be. So it's either Kylo Ren or General Hux. Yeah. I'm calling it. Do you it's, think it's Hux? Yeah. It's either or. I'm not calling either. Oh. It's like it's like huge twist. It's actually Rose. <laughs> She's like, Finn is mine. Yeah. So it was the sh- shot on the desert that slowed the trailer down a lot. Like you, Honestly, they, I disagree. I actually liked that. 
I I didn't. Like I, I didn't like how f- it was like panning, 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 and then you see the ship zoom by. I think you could have gotten the that. same effect if you would have just had stationary camera ship just go <laughs> right by. I disagree. Like I said, we're very torn on this trailer. We are very torn on this trailer. Yeah. The ending was all right. Just all right? Yeah. I mean, we got to see some action scenes with C-3PO. Yeah. Can't say I'm super excited about that. Because we, we don't see R2 at all. R2 died in The Force Awakens. No, he didn't. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you shit. I just want to see your face. <laughs> You're making me second guess myself, Rose. Oh, that freaking was, asshole! That was great. That was <laughs> like I had to, I had to rewatch that movie in my brain. No, because I, I want to say he's in the Last Jedi. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. I mean, not for very long. No, but I was gonna say like, did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing, asshole. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm good at. Ugh. Um, but that Palpatine laugh. Come on. Yeah, that is probably the biggest selling point for me obviously i'm gonna go see it but this trailer didn't get me hyped for the movie it got it actually got me pretty hyped i Um, was already like i was already excited for it yeah it didn't do anything for that excitement it didn't make it less it didn't make it greater my level is eh. it's pretty high just because jj abrams is back so i have a lot of faith I don't know. From the looks of it, it seems like he's gonna like kind of like do away with some of the things that Ryan Johnson did. Good. I mean, he's already started with Ray's hair. She doesn't have a mullet anymore, thank goodness. <laughs> Looks way better with how it did in The Force Awakens. Um, so, uh, so like maybe he like will retcon. He'd be like, "Oh no, her parents are uh, nobody. She's a Skywalker. She's a Skywalker, guys." Yeah. Um, I'm I'm really glad they fixed her hair. Yeah, All she needed was a guitar and looked like she was about to start singing achy breaky art. <laughs> I would have loved that so much if that was the end credit scene for the last that Jedi. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's like Daisy Ridley, I love you even more now. Uh All right. Uh is there anything else you want to bash on about this trailer? I, I wasn't <laughs> bashing. I was just saying just it wasn't shit. a great trailer. It was. It wasn't, but I feel like as a teaser trailer, it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> but it's okay, Rose. You can be wrong if you want. You can be wrong if you want, Albers. <laughs> Moving on before I uh, jump across this table. <laughs> <laughs> Or desk, whatever. (laughs) Uh, And then, all right, let's move on to our last sneak peek, which is X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, It's definitely better than the... Haven't we gotten two more trailers before this? We have. Uh, It's definitely the best one. I'll give you that. Uh, This trailer changed my mind from not seeing it in the theaters. I'll catch a matinee or Five Buck Tuesday it. Um, oh, five buck Tuesday it for yeah. sure. Uh, but like it's it looks good, and like Caleb pointed out to me earlier, the way that like she like what did you say like how the Dark Phoenix like takes over her? How, it's I don't know if they call it Dark Phoenix because it seem 
seems like she's the one that gets called Phoenix because yeah, because Cyclops is the one that tells her that like, oh, the kids are calling you Phoenix. True. Which, whatever. Like, I guess that will get explained a little bit. But I like how she's the one that gets left on the ship. And then the power just kind of comes at her. And then Jessica Chastain's character says, like, this power's destroyed everything it's come in contact with until you. Like, that's that's a pretty good selling point. I My favorite line was, and I can't remember what he says, but Gene's like, um, are you, like, trying to stop me or something? And it's Michael Fassbender's uh, Magneto who says, like, yes. And she's like, bad mistake. And she just, like, starts, like, Oh, she says, are you threatening me? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. And he's like, yes. And she's like, big mistake or something like that. And she starts like, doesn't she start like shrinking his helmet? So, yeah. So like, that's what we've seen before. Oh, where it's the helmet getting crushed on his head. I don't remember that. She separated it. I think it's like, she's trying to read his mind and he's like, "Uh uh-uh, bitch. And then she like breaks the helmet and he's like, oh, that was my favorite part of the trailer that was awesome i don't know why but like the whole like quick silver scene where he's like running up to her, that looked weird to me yeah i don't i don't know why it just looked weird um someone or so i listened to this other podcast dynamic duel yeah highly recommend it um but he was talking about that trailer with how gene's powers work like, if this was, a, like, an explosion kind of situation or, like, she's making things float. Like, things can be moved or pushed or pulled or whatever. So, running on it wouldn't make sense if it's still affected by gravity in some way. Yeah, that's a good point. And then, like, the only thing was with Magneto, he was actually forming constructs, moving stuff giving it a a way to move so that way he was able to step on it yeah so i noticed that with that running scene like oh he shouldn't be able to step on that yeah and she was making like eye contact yeah that was creepy but cool um didn't really get to see a lot from cyclops dude i'm still super pissed off about the suits i am so mad they they look like uh they were bought at party city yeah like, why would... It looks like they went back to, like, first class. It does. It really does. Like, why? You had, like, perfect comic-accurate suits in the... And Apocalypse. Yeah, in Apocalypse. It's it's disappointing. I wish that they would have kept the suits. Caleb, it's okay. You can cry on this podcast. We're all here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, um, I get super mad. Like, you had something so good. Like... The only redeeming thing from that movie was that you made Professor X bald, finally, and those suits. And they're not even going to do anything with them. I mean, I enjoy, actually, just more than that uh, with X-Men Apocalypse. I'm probably one of the only people that will actually defend that movie, because I actually really enjoyed that one. But, yeah, this one The speeches in that were, like really good oh yeah oscar isaac was amazing as apocalypse yeah um um like as it's individual parts were good the movie as a whole wasn't great yeah that's fair 
But um, I think it's we're going to get the same issue. I think individual parts are going to be good. I feel this will actually like might be a step down from Apocalypse. It looks like it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, which pains me to say. Dude, but, like you know it's going to be rough because of all the reshoots they had to do. Yeah, no kidding. And with how close it is to releasing. Yeah, when like, does this come out again? Uh, is it the end of May? I think it's the end of May. Okay. Um. Yeah, I guess we'll find out when it comes out. But yeah, not holding my breath. I kind of want to do a breakdown of this one. I think we should. Just because it is the final X-Men. Uh, is it? Yeah, they've said that this will be the final X-Men movie that uh, is focused around, I think, the young versions. Or, like, that has this cast in it. Okay. So, I think just because, like, an homage to okay. everything else that's come before, we should break down Dark I just Phoenix. hope that it's a proper send-off. It's probably not going to. <laughs> I think Marvel's just going to be like, like I think when Marvel got or bought Fox or when Disney bought Fox, and Fox is just like, okay, we still have like one more thing we need to do, and it's like they took a shit in a Tupperware container and they're like, <laughs> here you go, and they're like, thanks, <laughs> I guess. Very nice analogy. I like it. Yeah. I wonder how quick uh, Marvel's going to jump on the X-Men bandwagon. I just hope that Fantastic Four follows. Yeah. I want to see Fantastic Four before I see another X-Men. I do, too. I want this. I want the Fantastic Four to actually be done right for once. Yes. Just copy what we did in in our uh, Fantastic Four Dreamcast. Yeah. There we go. Yes, the quality, our audio quality wasn't great, but the story was a lot better than anything we've gotten to date. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, how would you rank these? Okay, well, number one's not going to come as a surprise. Child's Play. Yeah, that I'm the same way. Number two, I think I'd have to give to Secret Life of Pets. Really? Yeah. Number two for me is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Number three is Star Wars for me. Number three is The Secret Life of Pets for me. And number like uh, 70. No, it's still number four. <laughs> number four is X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yep, same. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I suck at this. Maybe I really should not uh, be the host of the... Or the like the main person who you know like we switch off every week maybe i shouldn't do it maybe it should just always be you i don't know i know i'm just kidding but as you can see i'm not good at following instructions apparently what like, instructions you or, just have to read off the list okay following a script that's what i mean as you can see i'm not good at it we don't have a script it's somewhat of a script it's an outline fine outline i'm not good at following outlines. like how is this a script this week sneak peeks secret life of pets 2 that's not a that's not a script it opens me up to more lines that doesn't make it a script bam 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 i win you're the worst <laughs> and your point is let's just get on to the main event fine it's main event time let's go 
Time for the game. Let's play game. That was the worst intro to the main event that we've ever had. Yeah, I know it is. Shut up. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying here, okay? Not my hardest, but I'm trying here. You... What? What? <laughs> you hey. should be trying. I'm sick, okay? I'm trying, okay? Just get on with it. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with any of this. I'm gonna, like, I really need to start shutting up because I'm, like, just speaking gibberish right now. And it's making no sense, and I feel like I'm sounding really, really stupid uh, to whoever's listening. So, um, yeah, so, like Caleb said, let's, let's, let's move on. Um, so... This week's uh, main event of the evening, we will be doing our All Bros breakdown of Us, Jordan Peele's second movie, which um, I can't really judge it off of Get Out because I've never seen Get Out. I know everyone can uh, boo me. Uh, Right now, I know a lot of people are booing me, whoever's listening. I'm sorry. I apologize. And I have the damn movie. I just haven't watched it yet. So good. So good. I'm surprised they didn't release a Steelbook for this one. For Get Out. Get Out. They're doing one for us, which I cannot wait for. It looks awesome. I can't wait to pick that one up. Um, but I'm really surprised they didn't do one for Get Out. But if they do, I'll pick it up, even though I haven't seen it yet. I'm fine with having multiple copies of the movie. Anyway, so let's move. Uh, let's start breaking this baby down. Um, I, being Jonathan, have the synopsis of us. <laughs> Um, I don't think anyone was confused by that. <laughs> I mean, maybe to some people, I sound like you, you sound like me. To who? I don't know. Maybe to at least one person that's listening. Our voice isn't that similar. You never know. I'm pretty sure I do know. Twilight Zone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. I have lost complete control. <laughs> you really have? <laughs> All right, so the plot summary of... I almost ate my mic there. (laughs) The plot summary of Us. In order to get away from their busy lives, the Wilson family takes a vacation to Santa Cruz, California with the plan of spending time with their friends, the Tyler family. On a day at the beach, their young son Jason almost wanders off, causing his mother Adelaide to become protective of her family. That night, four mysterious people break into Adelaide's house. Adelaide's... Sorry. That night, four mysterious people break into Adelaide's childhood home where they're staying. The family is shocked to find out that the intruders look like them, only with grotesque appearances. Cool. Makes you really think, like, what, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of want to just, like, go home and just, like, look in the mirror and just be like, okay, like, how would my, uh," because in the movie, your other uh, person is called your tethered. So it'd be interesting just to like make it like I don't know like how how you would see your tethered be. Yeah, I wonder what that's based off of though. Mm-hmm. Um. So but... for those of you who never listened to uh, our breakdown, we split the movie into a bunch of different categories that we grade on a scale of zero to one hundred, or one to ten, with some of the ones that we don't have a whole lot of thoughts on like yeah. music and costumes. 
Um, but we have it split up into story. Uh, we used to do theme, but now we're going to do writing, uh, acting, character development, which I think is going to be a little hard in, for this one. Like, yeah. This is something that we could like skip. We think? might have to with this one. Yeah, we got music, uh, the effects, costumes, um, and then a genre grade, which I think the main genre is easily horror. Yep. Uh, subgenre? Uh, what are you thinking? You have suspense on there? Uh, thriller? Yeah, I got thriller. Okay. Close enough. I'd say okay. so. Then we come to our final grade at the end, which is like a normal grading system. So starting yep. off with story. I think this story was super it was, compelling. It was. It was pretty solid. Um, Like, I think I told you this a couple days ago. Like, I thought it was kind of just going to turn into like a home invasion. But like with uh, their uh, tethered, um, well, like, you know, like their... Um, Okay, so before we like move into story, maybe do you think we should like explain like what the te- the tethered are? Yes. Okay. Um. So this is like kind of like spoiler hu- alert. Yeah, huge spoiler alert. So in this movie, uh, towards the end, you find out that every person has a tethered. They have uh, they have basically uh, kind of like the shadow of themselves that basically kind of like they do the exact same thing you do, but they live underground. They, they get like the shittier side of your life. Like say like you have like two beautiful children. They have two monsters, like kids that don't are not like all there. They're not, you know, like perfectly normal, I guess. And I, I don't know how that sounds like so mean. Well, <laughs> um, it's true. <clears throat> they true. like, so the way that they explained it is that it's these two. So the government found a way to clone, yeah. but they couldn't clone a soul. Yes. So it, it's like two people, two separate bodies sharing a soul, mm-hmm. but they like look similar and because clones and everything like that. Yeah. But there's the soul that's missing. Yep. And so that's the the monster side. Like, yes, you have these two beautiful kids with souls and joy and laughter, and then these two, like the your tethered, have, like you said, the monsters that are just these soulless beasts, basically. Yeah. Um. So it it it's more so like really explained towards the ending that like the whole like tethered thing was just like a science experiment that was abandoned didn't really go anywhere um but these tethered now live like underground in the sewers um just just underground and everything and like they mimic everything that we do every movement um so it's very interesting because i thought like when like within the trailers you thought that it was just going to be like these four that have another version of themselves but no it's every single person um and from the trailer, I kind of got it as like, oh, you know, like you're like your own worst enemy. So I thought like in a way, like it was kind of like, like not like a figment of their imagination, um, but like it wasn't exactly like real. It was just them like fighting their inner demon. Right. Um. So like with like how Jordan Peele like did it, how it was like, a school, like this whole science experiment that like threw me through a loop, but I loved it. I like I, I loved everything that he did when it came to explaining how uh, the tethered 
came to be. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the same thing where it was them just fighting a dark version of themselves or I mean, even if he just did that, that'd be really cool. Yeah, but it didn't end up going that way. And this movie, like I think, like you said, he left it for interpretation, at like for with a lot of the scenes. Yeah, he really, especially towards the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know a lot of people didn't like that. Like they hate that. Like they kind of like have to come up with their own thing. I liked that. Um, I do like that he kept this movie a lot, uh, very open minded. I, or there's someone, I'm not gonna say who. <laughs> But there's someone in my family, not my, just my family, not my immediate, but just, um, that my, or that Brielle talked to. Okay. And she was saying that we were going to go see that movie. Yeah. That we were going to go see Us. And they told her that Us is super stupid and all this other crap. After watching it, I'm like, you just didn't get the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you thought this was a stupid movie, you didn't get it. You really didn't. It's not a stupid... It's not even close to being a stupid movie. Yeah, it's one that makes you think. There's nothing and stupid I, about that. Like, this is smart horror to me, and I love it. There's... And I know, like... So, Caleb's wife, Brielle, like, kind of wants to kill me because I didn't warn her about a jump scare that's in the movie, and I totally forgot that this happened. Um, But, literally, there's... Okay, how how many jump scares were in the movie? Um, there was one like real big one. Okay, maybe two or three. But, I mean, other than that, it was like smart scary. Yeah, right? it yeah. was. It was more just like your heart's racing. Yeah, scary. So yeah, there were there was really no like cheap tricks when it came to actually scaring the audience. And like I after this movie, I cannot wait to see what Jordan Peele does next. I mean, we got the Twilight Zone out right now, so I, I watched mean, the first episode of the Twilight how Zone. How is it? So good. Okay, I gotta start watching it because I I want to I want to see so much more from Jordan Peele. Like, mm. yeah. So I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's kind of like the gist of the story. Uh, there that everyone has a tethered and that. It's it's kind of weird how like it's set up to where but I don't know like should we I don't know should we spoil like the This is a spoiler review. Okay, I didn't know if like we should like really, cuz this is like a huge like um thing that happens. Um but so in the beginning of the movie, uh Lupita Nyong'o's character, uh her and her family are, are at like kind of a carnival. Um and she goes into she goes away from her parents and she goes into this kind of like hall of mirrors kind of thing. Um, and she sees, uh, she sees herself, but it's actually not a mirror. It's like actually a real other, it's actually like a real clone. Um, and the other, uh, the other clone, I think just like grabs her neck, isn't it? And then it just like cuts to black. Well, it didn't even do that. So oh, yeah, when it like opened just, up. like smiled at her. No, right? not even that. I can't even So remember. when it, so the first scene is her walking into the Hall of Mirrors, uh, looking around and like back against this what you think is a wall of another mirror and then she turns around but what you think is the reflection doesn't and so all it's see her eyes just get wide and then it cuts oh yeah that's what it was which was 
very smart. That was yeah, that that was a great way to start the film. Um but then it showed at the ending um that uh when this whole scene went down, the tethered version of Lupita Nyong'o's character switched with the real version. So the real version was stuck uh in um the uh I guess like the tunnels or sewer whatever they want to call it. Yep. Um with the other tethered where uh the uh clone basically uh adapted to um her her world she learned to talk and all which still like astonishes me that she was able to pick it up like that or i mean i don't know well i don't know how long it took her to like actually uh like start talking it because like uh when uh like after this whole ordeal happens um her parents are like saying like you know like oh she won't talk you know she's too traumatized and everything and like after you see what happens at the end you're like oh i know why she wasn't talking it makes sense now um so uh when uh lupita nyonga's like clone or like who you think is the tethered when they start coming up from the ground uh she's like the only one that can actually like talk the other ones just kind of like grunt so after you like you know like see the ending of when they're switched like okay that makes sense that she's the only one that can talk and then like she has like a raspy voice it's like well she was you know like basically like choked to death so choked out (laughs) yeah so like her larynx was destroyed so it makes sense um but uh, it's it's like a trippy trippy ass ending um and then like the tethered kills uh the original uh Lupita Nyong'o's character and uh her son is the only one that actually knows because all the other tethered's die well actually wait no the the family's tethered's are killed but then like this whole like it's like hard to explain this movie it is like the whole hands it's... across America thing and like how like that's like the last thing Lupita Nyong'o's character saw before she was put into the uh tunnels to where she think that she thinks that's the way to uh unite uh this um this country i guess it wasn't about like uniting this country thing it was sending a message yeah that they've lived in the shadows for long enough and it's time for them to take their chance their place yeah um like their rightful place and i think there's like one of those open for interpretation things is that maybe if they kill the other body they get to they get the soul I didn't think of that. That okay. That move. Jordan Peele's even smarter now. Yeah, like it's it's never said. It's never flat out said. But that's a good. Yeah, no, I like that you pointed that out. But I mean that that can be assumed. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like what you said, the the. So Adelaide, who is played by Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, Nyong'o. Sorry, I I forgot her name. So yeah. So well, I put it right there in the notes. I'm stupid. (laughs) So so there's two. So there's Adelaide, which is like the original tethered. This is like really funky to explain. Like I don't even know. Like I don't know how to describe it because like because you can't say like it's weird. Like you're it feels like I'm over explaining. Like I'm like Adelaide Wilson, who was the original tethered, but decided to come out. But now she's not the tethered. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like Like, it's just funky. You just have to see this damn movie. Like yeah, you got to see this movie. Yeah, but the the story 
of the or of this whole thing is the the tethered or the like the dark version of this person of this woman Adelaide is like coming after her and mm. you think that it's her tethered that can just talk for some reason when all the other ones can like grunt or make these weird freaking noises yeah so she thinks that she's getting hunted down which she kind of is but that she's trying to send or red which is like the who we think is the the tethered yeah she wants to send a message to the world saying that we're like kind of a whole we're not going to take this anymore situation and so they get these uniforms they figure hey we're going to go kill the original in quotes and like I said, maybe get our get a soul, and then we're gonna do hands across America to basically show off our accomplishment. Yeah, show off the the accomplishment. Yeah. And like through this whole thing, they're just being the family or the Wilsons are being hunted down by their tethered version. Yeah. And like and all the like same with everyone else in their vicinity. Um, did you, this is a real funky movie to explain. It is. Like, I can't, like, how in the hell do you, like, pitch this? Yeah, right? Like, could you imagine the pitch? It's like, okay, so, there's these people that live in the sewer, but they look like this family, and then they hunt down this family and they kill them, but guess what? One, or the mother of this family is actually one of the tethered. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> like, there's no easy way to explain this movie. But, there, yeah, there really isn't. Like, but the story is just amazing. It really is. Like, there's no way to explain this to someone who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Like, there, there's nothing that I can compare it to. Like, I'm honestly amazed they were able to even put out trailers for this movie after watching it. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> anyway, what do you what do you think with this with the story? I'm thinking like a 95. 95? Yeah. I have very few problems with it. I have very few issues with it too. I think it was very smart how they were sh- with the re- the way that they repeated the opening scene. Yes. And just showed us a little, gave us a little bit more information and then a little bit more information. And while telling this really compelling story, and it was like it, a terrifying thought. Yeah, extremely terrifying. And, but at the same time, like, I thought that it would have been a little bit more interesting had it been just the family. But I, I thought agree. it was going to be, like, more supernatural. Yeah in a way but it wasn't so so that might knock it down a little bit like 90 i'm thinking 90 yeah i agree okay the writing the writing was, it was incredible it, it was fantastic like every line had its purpose there was a, a little bit of like nonsense chatter yeah 
I mean, but like even like the comedy for this really worked. Yeah, like this was a perfect mix of like just intense horror or th- intense thriller with the splashes of comedy mm-hmm. that we get with Jordan Peele. Yeah, like one of my favorite scenes, and I think it's like one of like it's something that you could easily just like throw out and forget is with uh, Winston Duke when he's sitting on the couch and. Um, Jason's running by and he grabs the pillow and throws it at him when he's running by and he's like, oh, yeah. quit running. Oh, yeah. Like, super throwaway thing. But I remember my dad doing that. Like, he he would tell us to stop doing something but wouldn't bother to get up from the couch and he would just throw stuff at us. Or, like, he would try to hit us and then he'd, like, miss because we were running. Oh, <laughs> And, like, the family dynamic felt very natural. And it, I feel really that did. has a lot to do with, obviously, how they acted it out. Yeah. And I bet it had to do a lot with the, the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, were there any lines that you had issues with or any? No, not really. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything that. I had issues with, um, I think I had some issues with some of Jason's lines, the, the youngest or the son. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Some of his were just kind of unnecessary. And then they, they, and when I say unnecessary, just more of a unnatural thing for like that age of a kid to be saying. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Uh, same with the girl too. But she was, she was an amazing character too. She really was. So, what are we thinking? I'm like between like a ninety and a ninety-five. Ninety. I'm thinking ninety. Yeah. Okay, acting. So we got Lupita Lupita Nyong'o playing Adelaide Wilson. And Red, which is her tethered version. Winston Duke playing Gabe Wilson or Abraham, his tethered version. Um, Shahadi, or so Lupita and Winston are probably best well known for playing uh, Nikita. Nikia. Nikia. Come on. Yeah, Nikia and Umbaku in Black Panther. Mm hmm. Shahadi Wright Joseph played Zora Wilson and Umbre. And sh- this is her first big role. That's and, amazing. Yeah. And like the only other thing that she's credited in yeah. on IMDb is Hairspray <laughs> Live. That wasn't really that good. Yeah. And then. Evan Alex played Jason or and Pluto. I actually didn't even know the kids' versions of their tethered had names. I, well, okay, wait, no, I knew that uh, Jason's one did Pluto, but I didn't know Zora's did Umbre. Yep, I don't remember them saying Umbre. Uh, I think she might have just said it once. Oh, I don't okay. think it was like something they dived into. Okay. Um, but yeah, Evan Alex, uh, who played Jason. Yeah, he hasn't been in anything other than like a miniseries stuff. 
Did you say he was films. in Sesame Street? Yeah, he was in Sesame Street okay. for like one episode. Oh. That's where he got his acting chops. That's <laughs> where they make you a star. He also or he also played Nick Fury in Baby Avengers, which is another TV I love series. It. I love it. Yeah. So th- this is basically the kids' first like big role. Movie. Yeah. And they both did great. They did amazing. I know, like we're going like in character order, but I just gotta say with a uh, Shahadi, is that how you say it? Shahadi? Yeah, Shahadi. How say it. Um, how she played her tethered like Umbre, it looked like she was having the time of her life. Hers like stuck out like almost the most to me. Hers uh, when it came to did stick stick out the most to like, me. Her like hers was amazing. Like her like facial like gestures when she would just like smile at them. I was like. Damn girl, you're good at like not even like saying anything. This is amazing. Yeah. The only person that I think topped her was Lupita. Yeah, I would have to say so too. Yeah. The only person. Like yeah. Winston Dukes was I and Jason's was good. Like if I had to rank the how they portrayed the tethered sadly Winston Dukes would be last. Yeah. Same. And then it would like it'd be Lupita's uh shahadi and those are like neck and neck yeah then evan then winston so because i loved winston duke's character but i feel like i wish they would have like had his tether to like be able to like do more i'm i'm kind of glad that they focused more on the kids like i think the kids were more of a like a psychological threat yeah, that's a good point. Winston's was more of a physical threat. Yeah. Considering how he just like snatched that baseball bat out of a... Oh, what's his name again? Uh, Gabe. Sorry, I forgot his actual name in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, I'm okay with the, uh, with them kind of throwing Abraham away. Yeah, it was interesting though, like how like he freaked out, like when he took like Winston Duke's. Uh, gabe's glasses i'm sorry i keep calling him winston duke but they took gabe's he took gabe's glasses and like when he put them on he's like whoa he was like freaking out and everything so it's interesting to point out that uh when you're uh when it comes to your tethered if you have like bad eyesight they don't get glasses doesn't matter Mm -hmm. so all right so let's go through each one lupita nyanga was absolutely amazing Absolutely like this amazing. is her damn movie. It totally is. She rocked it with both roles too. I mean, I liked her as Adelaide, um, but I loved her even more as Red. Just yeah. like her, just like her acting chops in this movie aren't amazing, and how she was able to talk in that voice, and I'm sure she got a sore throat after this shit. I'd be very surprised if she didn't. Um, <clears throat> it didn't like. It, I'm trying to, th- like, her, that voice, that's more of, like, trying not to use your vocal cords. So I have a hard time thinking that she would get the source throat okay, from well, that. Okay, well, I'm sure, I don't know. But I want, I'm, like, super curious, because it sounds like she's struggling to talk. Yeah, it hard, does. Yeah. But she conveyed that very, very well. Yeah, like, <clears throat> super well. And she was able to keep it up, like, very consistently. Mm-hmm. And... 
I'm trying to think of any issues I had with her, but I can't think of a damn I, thing. I had absolutely none. None. Hundred? Yeah, hundred for Lapita. Okay, <clears throat> Winston Duke, who played Gabe Wilson and Abraham. When it came to Gabe, I I loved him as Gabe. I loved. He was like kind of like the comedic dad that was like still trying to stay hip with his kids. Yeah, I thought that was a cool touch. Um. But kind of like how you pointed out, like how with his tether, like they kind of wanted to, you know, like mainly like focus on the kids and like how like psychologically different they are yeah. compared to their real versions. Um, And so like his character was kind of like, like you said, like kind of like the muscle of the family, really like the intimidating one. Yeah. Um, So like I said, like he didn't really get a lot to do with his tethered. Um, But I mean, like what we saw was fantastic from mm-hmm. him. Um, So I would dock him a little bit just for that. Um, but, um, everything else was, was good. Yeah. Um, I really liked how very subtly he was kind of the one that was like, he, Adelaide played more (laughs) or Lupita played more of the, the one in charge role. Yes. She really did. Yeah. Then Winston did. And I think that worked it, yeah. in the movie's favor. I oh, think it really did. Not really crippling him, just wounding him enough to where walking is where he can't do that. Where yeah. he, he, taking away his physical intimidation mm-hmm. from the movie kind of like that's ba- like that's all he really had. Yeah, he was just the physical powerhouse honestly um when his uh so when abraham started dragging um gabe away i like the first thought that came to my head oh okay well there goes the dad he's dead i, I thought that too yeah. i'm so glad that they didn't do yeah, that i'm really glad the whole family survived yeah well i mean we don't know that considering that uh she's the you know tethered version but we'll never know unless there's a sequel which i don't even know if there will be a sequel yeah. Man. So, yeah, I I liked how like I loved how they did that, and I think he portrayed the whole. Be, I'm just, for lack of better term, being crippled. He portrayed that really well. He really did. Um, and he uh, had like some of the best one-liners in the whole damn movie. He did. Uh, he totally did. Like but, I, my favorite scene of with like with the humor yeah was when they were talking about their kill count yeah and he's like well i killed myself and uh the other dad so i think i win <laughs> i would agree if you kill yourself you you're, you you kind of automatically win yeah like totally you totally win and the little girls where she's or the oh, what's her name uh, zora. Her, her zora yeah where she was saying like hey i killed the, or I killed both of the twins, and then she's like one of the twins. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah, she uh, she went like freaking mean with that golf club. Like, damn. Yeah, I was just like freaking get it, girl. So um, Winston, Winston Duke. I'm thinking ninety. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I mean, he did amazing. He yeah. did 
But he did better as Gabe than he did Abraham. Yes, I agree. Um, moving on to Shahadi Wright Joseph, who played Zora. And see, when it comes to oh, her, boy. I think she did better as her tethered than she did as she her. She did. As she her, did. Like, some of this is just real. backwards. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so, honestly, there's not really a lot to say about her. Like, she did really good at both, but especially as her tethered. Like, oh my gosh, it looked like she was having the time of her life. Yeah, her playing. character was a bit inconsistent. It was. Or Zora. Yeah. Umbre was freaking fantastic. Yes. Like, I'd give it a hundred if I didn't have to compare Zora. To, yeah. Um. No, but Zora, she was very inconsistent. Yeah. With, um, with running... With her running away and being like frightened to like a complete badass, yeah, that was was a little hard to take in. I yeah, I can agree with that. Um, you think maybe the same grade as Winston Duke, ninety? I want to actually give a little lower, eighty five. Maybe not even that low. Maybe like an eighty eighty eight. Okay. 88. Yeah, just because okay. Zo- Umbre didn't have a huge role. It was yeah. an amazing role, yeah. don't get me wrong, but not a huge one. And that's, because that's Zora was in it more... Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, so okay. 88. Yeah, I'll give you that. And then lastly, we got Evan Alex, who played Jason and Pluto. And I think he was the perfect mixture he was he really was like if i had to compare like if i had to compare their norm like the normal to the tethered so lupita did good at playing both mm-hmm. winston did better at playing his, his normal yeah than the tethered shahadi did better at the tethered than she did normal and evan did perfect both. both yeah I mean, yes, there were some lines that were just kind of like, yeah. Eh. But I feel that that was more of a writing issue yeah. than an acting issue. Um, I think he did the best that he could. He did. I don't know. With him, I'm thinking like a 95. I'm thinking 90 because oh, of like, so it was the magic trick thing. Oh, through... like the whole like lighter thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like I'll that, that thing, or like so that whole situation that he was doing that was a little weird that was like <laughs> at some point you gotta be the voice of reason like with mom and dad like throw that out <laughs> yeah yeah you got a good point there um yeah and then pluto yeah i thought pluto was freaking crazy <laughs> I want to, I mean, I guess, like, they're, like, the only two that were able to actually have a connection, but the moment that he, that Jason was able to control his tethered Pluto to be able to walk into fire, I was like, what the shit? Okay, so you can control your other half? Okay. Um, Yeah. Can someone explain that? Like, can anyone else do that, or can this kid only do it? Yeah. That was, that was weird. And I wonder, it could either be my theories on this. Are either 
that they need to train themselves to not copy or they ha- or because of the like the weird connection thing they had in the playroom yeah and like the whole copying thing your whole theory though like with how like they have to train themselves that does make sense considering how young he is and like he probably has a hard time doing that right so both of your theories are actually like great like they totally make sense so i applaud you for coming up with really good theories um but like just still like without like any explanation it's just like still weird that like okay so so we can't there's a way to where we can like control our our uh, tethered's every move or is it just like kids that can do it yeah so yeah it's it's kind of a funky thing it was a cool scene though i, I kind of almost want to go back and dock riding a little bit because of that yeah i kind of do too 85 for writing yeah okay we're replacing it our the 90 and move or changing it to an 85 yeah um but what did you think of i'm gonna agree with you uh 90 90 yeah okay and that gives us an average of 92 for acting yeah Character development is really freaking hard to do in a horror film. It really is, because these characters really don't go anywhere. Um, the only one you can really do it was with is Lupita Nyong'o's character, and there's not really much you can do with her. Yeah. So, you know, like, should we just skip it? Or but uh, that's gonna affect the score. That's the thing. Yeah. Let's let's try and do what we can with Lupita. Okay. Because Winston, Shahadi, and Ev or Gabe, Zora, and Jason, they didn't really have anywhere to go. No, it was just them didn't. reacting to the things happening around them. Yes, I agree. Adelaide, on the other hand, was more her reacting and changing her thoughts about the things going on. Yeah. Because I think true. she had an idea or a better idea. Yeah, that's a good point. So, with her development with Adelaide, she went from someone who was really nervous to, like, she was just nervous throughout this entire thing. She was. It made sense. Yeah. Um, I think you can kind of justify, because she used to be one of the tethered. Yeah. And kind of doing the whole replacement thing. That could show a little bit of development. Good. But then it's like also kind of backtracking, which because we were introduced to that character and then it going back, she did a lot of, um, she still felt at times that she was connected to the tethered. And I only know this because like, I thought it was like a whole, like seeing her, with the scene with uh, Umbre getting thrown and dying on the tree. Yeah. I thought it was a whole seeing her daughter die thing. At least that's what I would have assumed had Brielle not spoiled that Adelaide was actually the tethered. Yeah, see, when I first saw like when I saw it, I actually never picked up on that. So I'm just like, wait, what the hell is happening? Yeah. So at the end, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. So you kind of see her, 
like a guilt almost. Yeah. And it like she portrayed it really well. She really did. Like seriously. But there wasn't a whole lot of development. No, there really wasn't. Especially like you point out with like the whole switch thing, that kind of really kind of like makes the character development not really go anywhere. Mhm. It's um, just backtracking. Yeah. Like it goes somewhere like you follow the 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 tethered going from being the a tethered to being the real one and then it just kind of reverts back yep um and i wonder like i wonder if there was like a switch when she did end up killing the original because after that it's it felt like her personality changed it did that's a good point so I wonder if killing the original affects the tethered. That's a good question. Hmm. Find out in us too. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking? I don't even know. What are you thinking? I, I want to say, I want to say like eighty-five, because it's not yeah, great. It's not. Um, but like you, we've pointed out, it's very hard to judge character. It is super hard. Like we need to figure something out to do with horror that kind of replaces character development because it there isn't really any development in the characters. It's just that the it's like an an established character just reacting to a situation, like situational. Um. Rating the kills? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to just go 85 with this until we come up with a fix. If you guys got a fix... Yeah, please let us know. Yeah. Because this is is rough. Um, music. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Especially, like, the music that's playing at the beginning after uh, the whole, like, thing at the fair. And it, like, is panning out from that uh, wall of rabbits. And, like, the anthem that's playing, like... I got like freaking chills. Like as I was playing, I'm like, okay, well, I'm downloading the soundtrack right when I get home. Um, and then their whole uh, like the tethered mix on the song, I got five on it. That was freaking awesome. Um, just I thought it was a really good soundtrack. It it was a pretty solid soundtrack. I kind of want to dock it for the the f the police song. Why? It it didn't. I don't think it fit. Like it was a funny gag, but it went on too long. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So music's out of ten, right? Yeah, out of ten. And I'm like an eight. I'm thinking eight. Okay. Um. Effects. This is. They had some like. Damn good. good ones. Yeah. Very good practical effects when it came to you know like uh, blood and guts. Yeah. Blood looked real. Um, the how they were able to, you know, like actually, like I love when uh they actually use like practical effects. Like when it comes to like someone having like a stab wound or something, I love it. I hate. I don't even know if a lot of people use digital when it comes to that. They yeah, if they do, it's super obvious. That's yeah, that's true. It is it's a lot easier really to obvious. do practical effects when it comes to a stab. Um, but I never questioned any of it. The blood looked real. Um. Like, yeah, there wasn't a damn thing that I yeah, saw. The, the effects were really good in this movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking ten. I, I have nothing. This is out of a hundred. Oh, it's out of a hundred. 
I, I'm thinking 100, dude. I have nothing wrong with it. I'm thinking that, too. There was, like, nothing wrong. The effects were fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going with 100 for effects. Now, costumes. This one's out of 10. Okay. I feel like with, with costumes, I think we, do you think we should judge it off like the tethered's costumes? Like they're... So, I th- we can do both. Okay. But there was nothing really special about no, the family's costumes. No, I mean, costumes. yeah, the families kind of just wore like regular clothes. But I thought it was interesting, uh, the choice of what the tethered wear when they rise up. It's a red jumpsuit. They wear a, a brown glove, and they have a pair of gold scissors with um, brown sandals. M- most call a lot of people call them Jesus sandals. Um, you almost called it Jesus sandals. Don't even yeah, lie. I, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> like I saw that. I, I saw your little like that look in your eye, the hesitation. Yeah. And you're like, ooh, should I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like. When they like, you know, like all like were grabbing this uniform and everything, I'm like, okay, well, one, where the hell did you get all these red jumpsuits? Where yeah, did you like get if these this sandals? Isn't abandoned, if this is an abandoned government experiment, who the hell's funding all this shit? Yeah. Like, seriously, I mean, they look badass, though. They do. They like, look really good. Like I told you, I'm pretty sure this is going to be like one of the number one costume choices for this coming Halloween. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be awesome to dress up and, like, see what you would make your tethered look like. Yeah. If I do, I'll be walking around night blind because I can't wear my glasses. Um, But when it comes to just, like, because you really can't judge, like, the family's costumes because they're just really, like, just normal clothes. Yeah. Um, But it, when, it, when it comes to, like, the tethered's costumes and, like, the whole red jumpsuit and everything, I thought it looked awesome. I thought it worked uh, Jordan Peele pulled it off really well. The only problem I have with it is where the hell were they able to get hundreds and thousands of these? Yeah. That's really the only problem I have with it. Yeah. The the only issue that I had with the costumes was with the Tylers. With the, the dad. Why? Of the other family. Because he put on a robe over it that kind of was just like funky looking and like none of I the think other that was kind of like th- meant to be just as, like as a throwaway joke i guess yeah it was it was odd yeah okay the, oh, like so i'm thinking i'm thinking nine nah, yeah, otherwise i would th- give it a solid 10 but yeah. just because of that one little thing yeah i'll give you that yeah i give it a nine as well all right and finally genre grade so this was a horror thriller, and what did you, how did you think this one worked as? I think it worked fantastic. Uh, I think for being Jordan Peele's second movie, I think he did a great job. Um, he had me on the edge of my seat once uh, the um, the family's tethered came into the picture. Um, I was on the edge of my seat pretty much the rest of the movie. Um. All of his scares were um, genuine. Like, they weren't, like, jump scares. They were smart scares. Um, the way he... intense. Yes. Just, like, heart racing yeah. stuff. Like, and like I said, there were the, the few jump scares, but I can honestly let that go. I can, too. Um, so, for a horror thriller slash suspense, I think he pulled it off close to masterfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, 
I'm just a little bit of a bitch when it comes to horror movies. Yes, so you are. I was like, I was just so worried about jump scares. Yeah. That it was like a bit distracting. But once I was able to like think about it and just the feeling I got before, it was just, like I said, heart racing. Just like, what's going to happen? Because yeah. like in horror movies, the like... Something with horror movies that you don't get with any other genre are is the thought everyone in this movie is disposable. Yeah, that's true. And so that just builds up a whole lot of tension. Like, I know people bitch and complain like when they try to pull a whole fake death scene in like a superhero movie, they're like, oh, you're going to kill off the title character? Like, bullshit. Like, yeah, but you got to like think through that almost like they don't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point. And, but like in horror movies and especially if you don't hear like a name, like a name, like Freddy versus Jason, you, you know, Freddy and Jason are going to be in it. And one of them's either going to die or they're both going to live or like a, the Halloween, you know, Michael Myers is going to make it. Yep. Yeah. But in like with this, where it says us, you don't know who's going to make it. Nope. And that's insane. And like, ooh. Chills. So, <laughs> yeah. I think you hit it on the head pretty good with this being damn near flawless. I'm thinking 95. That's what I was thinking too. Cool. 95. And that. Our dear listeners brings us to our grade for this movie, which is A minus. Very well deserved, A minus. Very well deserved. For a minute, I thought it was actually going to be a B plus. (laughs) It seemed like it. It did for the longest, and then it just like, boom, through the end. Because I didn't know how you were going to feel when it came to a genre grade, so I had a feeling like... That it was going to say a B plus, and I'm just going to be like, well, I mean, I thought it was going to be an A minus, but okay, a B plus, but no, got an A minus, so hell yeah. Yep, definitely an A minus. Let's actually see what the uh Oh, just like score barely was. made it. Yeah, but like barely, barely. Yeah. So it, the average came to a 90.25%, and that puts us, we actually don't have a whole lot of like A. Yeah, it's mostly Bs. Mm-hmm. Bs and Cs. Mostly Bs. Like, mostly holy shit, Bs. that's a lot of Bs. <laughs> a lot of B pluses. Yeah. But I think it's a very well-deserved score. I, yes, I completely agree. Well, cool. Well, I believe that that concludes this episode. Yeah. I believe so as well. If you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, we are on iTunes. We're on Google Play. Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and Spotify. Uh, Our stuff is also on YouTube, so you guys can go check that out. New video should be headed your way soon. Yes, very soon. And be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Albros, or on Twitter, just follow at the Albros. No punctuation on either of those. 
If you have something you want us to discuss in the next episode or a movie that we should see, be sure to email us at theallbroschannel at gmail.com. Um, or you can fill out our form, which is on our website, tinyurl.com forward slash theallbros. So I asked a question of the week this week, but didn't get any responses. And I tried to, I, because I missed the one for Shazam, I went back and asked one for Shazam and didn't get any responses. Sad. And then the one before that, where we did How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I asked one and I did get a response, but it wasn't until after we recorded because uh, we had to do it early that week. Oh, yeah. Um, But we did get one regarding How to Train Your Dragon 3, which yeah. is, I asked which one's uh, their favorite and why. Okay. And we got a response from Victor from the tailgate talk right no he doesn't do tailgate. oh sorry crash and taz's movie seller yeah that's what it is and he says to answer your question i think for me it's a tie with the second and the third movie in my opinion there is a lot of character development and change and some bitty pretty big events happen that make those changes more necessary for example in the second film Hiccup is reluctant to become the new chief and doesn't want or know how to be a leader. He struggles with knowing what it means to be a leader, but his dad, being killed, forces him to take on that role and helps him realize what he needs to do to fill that role as Chief of Burke. I know it has been said that the character arc was very sudden, but I think given the nature of the movie and the character's personalities, it was all necessary. I know all the movies have that sudden arc that, again, I think for these movies, it works. I know I said it was a tie, but if I had to choose, I would probably say Hidden World would win, only because I like having that closure in movies and television series. So when there is a definitive end to the movie, I like that it gave me that closure. It was nice that they are reunited at the end, and it was heartwarming, but you still know that Hiccup and Toothless are going to go on with their lives afterwards. So in short, How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World. I I completely agree still. Yep. And apparently the All Bros grading system agrees as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so next week we're going to be doing a breakdown of Brie Larson's directed movie. Yep. Unicorn uh, on Netflix. Store, yeah, right? the Unicorn Store, yeah. which I've already seen and loved. Yep, I'm going to check it out this coming week. And what should our question of the week be? If you had to name a store after an animal, what would you name it? Well, that's kind of dumb. Well, I don't know what else to think of. I don't so know. This is, so the Unicorn Store is a movie about creativity. Yeah, okay. So what is something that in your life that you like that you are it what's your creative outlet yes it's a lot better than my question <laughs> not good at yeah the what's your creative thing. outlet and what would you name your store <laughs> hey you know they could the the um uh I'm trying to think of um the Dingo Depot? I don't know. The Dingo Depot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's freaking where people lose their babies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's the question of the week for next week. So, yeah, be sure to answer that on either Facebook and or Twitter, or, like I said, email us. Uh, the links on information that you need to do, that's all in the description. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Goodbye. <clears throat> I kind of, like, faded off of that. Ugh. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Sorry about that.